The following program is pre-recorded to air at this time. Welcome to Lotus Radio's weekly public service show, In-Depth. To have your nonprofit featured, email PSA at lotusradio.com. This morning for In-Depth, I'm joined by Marina McCreary. She's the Beautification and Cleanups Coordinator with uh, Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful. Marina, thanks for joining us on In-Depth this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I could be here. Absolutely. Well, uh, Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful, if people aren't familiar, is a great organization that uh, accepts volunteers to go out and basically clean up and beautify the Truckee Meadows that we live in here. Marina, tell our listeners a little bit more info about Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful. Yeah, so Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful is a nonprofit. We've been operating in Reno for about 33 years now. And uh, along with the cleanups, which people are really familiar with, uh, we've got the Great Community Cleanup, Truckee River Cleanup, and Christmas Tree Recycling are our three main programs. But we also have a sustainability department where we go out to the communities and we host symposiums on how to be more sustainable in our daily lives. And we also have a, a youth education department where we go into schools and teach uh, elementary students how to be more mindful um, in their everyday lives. And we have lessons focused on waste, weeds, and watersheds. That's awesome. And the Great Community Cleanup, that's coming up Saturday, April 30th. And folks can sign up right now at uh, the website ktmb.org. You mentioned the Christmas tree recycling. I've been doing that for the past couple of years now. And that's great to see some use go to my Christmas tree, which is fantastic. And I really appreciate everything that you folks do there. Keep Truckee Meadows beautiful. How many volunteers do you typically need for a big project like the Great Community Cleanup? So we will have uh, spaces for 800 volunteers for the Great Community Cleanup. We've got lots of room. We have some illegal dump sites where people are welcome to bring out their 4x4 vehicles to help go out into areas and bring junk back into the dumpsters. We have some park beautification projects that'll feature some weeding and mulch spreading, and the mulch actually comes from those Christmas trees that we recycle during the wintertime. So that's a really full circle project there, which is super fun. Oh, great. And, yeah, the Great Community Cleanup is a huge project, and there's lots of different things for people to do for all different interests and abilities. Okay, great. So it's not like there's a, a, a cutoff if uh, somebody is, uh, if you fill up, which I think you have in years past where you, you've, uh, you know, got so many, uh, a huge response and, and so many people coming out and volunteering for this. If it does fill up, though, can people just still go out and, and clean up our community on April 30th? Oh, absolutely. You know, all of our parks need attention. There's you know, unfortunately, litter is kind of like the laundry. It just keeps on coming and needs picked up. Right. So if signups are full, you, people are more than welcome to head out into our communities and, and pick up stuff that doesn't belong there. I know it sounds kind of silly asking, like, hey, can people just still, like, pick up after themselves or clean up our community? But <laughs> but uh, but I yeah, know. Please pick up after yourself. We'd love it if everyone did that. Of course. I always think about this scene in Mad Men where they go to a park and after they're done with their picnic, they just threw everything everywhere back. In the... Oh, yeah, yeah, and just, like, just dump the, the picnic basket and yeah. just leave everything there, yeah. I'm like, how, how can that actually happen? It's, it's, it seems um, ridiculous to me, but, you know, there is a lot of, lot of trash and a lot of folks, uh, you know, I, I think it's great that a lot of people are getting so involved over the 33 years that Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful has been around, and, and uh, is there any particular place that uh, the Great Community Cleanup will be at, or is there just uh, numerous places like you had mentioned, uh, you know, the certain dump sites and et cetera? So um, the Great Community Cleanup does uh, focus a bit on illegal dump sites, so we will be out 
at uh, Golden Valley on Estates Road, and that's where folks are welcome to bring their 4x4s out and pick up stuff that's a bit further out from the dumpsters. We'll also be on Chimney Road over over in Sun Valley, and that's a similar sort of site. And then we've also just got a slew of county and city parks. We'll be around on Larkin Circle Road over in Sparks where there's some illegal dumping. You know, just really everywhere um, in the Reno-Sparks area, we will have a site. That's great. If you're just joining us on In-Depth this morning, I've been talking with Marina McCreary with Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful about the great community cleanup and ways that uh, everybody in our community can just help beautify the the Truckee Meadows that we live in. And uh, I I know there's a lot of businesses that like to get involved uh, with Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful and and being sustainable. How can businesses uh, reach out to you and, and help out? Yeah, businesses can either call our office at 775-851-5185 and talk about sponsorship possibilities, or you can send me an email, that's communityprograms at ktmb.org, and we'd be happy to work something out. I know that Earth Day is coming up as well, April 22nd. Uh, Are you uh, doing anything special with Keep Trekking Meadows Beautiful for Earth Day? We have a bunch of adopt-a-spot cleanups opening up. Uh, We've got people going everywhere. We've got our youth ed department going into schools, and we're teaching a whole school, all of their third graders, our different waste weeds and watershed lessons, and various cleanups going on. We're really well booked up for Earth Day this year. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, what are some of the common misconceptions that people have uh, about recycling? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that people are unsure about, um, particularly when it comes to household hazardous waste. You know, those, you know, cans that you've had sitting in your garage for a long time that you're not sure what you may find in there. Right. There's a lot of stuff that people are, you know, you know, might have some misconceptions about. And then furniture is another really common one. And we always encourage people to visit our website, um, ktmb.org slash recycle. And we have an online recycling guide, and it has an intuitive search bar where you can type in whatever it is that you're trying to recycle or get rid of, and it will um, populate different places in town that we have made contact with and check to see who can take what item. So if you have something that you're not sure about, you can visit our website to our recycling guide, and it will be able to tell you exactly where and how you can responsibly dispose of what you're trying to get rid of. That's great, and I know with the weather getting getting very nice outside and people wanting to clean up their backyards and their garages, I'm sure there's a lot of things that people just uh, are hesitant about throwing in a landfill or taking to the dump. So it's good to, good to know that there's all these resources is about recycling furniture. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And a lot of that, you know, a lot of our furniture can either be reused in different ways. You know, people love to craft new stuff or there's a lot of places in town if it's in decent condition, we'll, you know, gladly accept donations of furniture that is still usable. That's great. You mentioned the sustainability department that you have with Keep Trekking Man is Beautiful at the beginning of our conversation. What is that exactly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Kim Rios is our sustainability manager, and she does an amazing job coordinating with different businesses for our green business program. That's a certification process that businesses work through with her to be more sustainable in their business practices. And then people who want to support businesses who are concerned about the environment can search on the website businesses that have been certified or are working towards their certification. So that that's another way to, you know, vote with your dollars for people who are helping to make the world 
world a bit of a better place. And green businesses can call Kim here at our office. That's 775-851-5185. Or you can also find more info on our website. That's fantastic. Well, since the inception of Keep Trucking Meadows Beautiful 33 years ago, that's incredible to to know that you've been around for that long. Uh, What has the impact been on our community and the environment? What are some of the, uh, you know, uh, I like to call it hope by the numbers. What what are some of the, what's the impact (laughs) that Keep Trucking Meadows has made? Yeah, well, we have, you know, hundreds of volunteers at our large events that we're looking for the great community cleanup to have about 800 individuals who will be participating. And that will result in literal tons of garbage that will be removed from the environment and disposed of properly rather than, you know, just sitting around in the environment. Um, Christmas tree recycling was immensely successful this year. We mulched more than 10,000 Christmas trees, and those Christmas trees are now being used on um, beautification projects within our parks within Reno and Sparks. And so that's a really fun full circle project. We educate hundreds of youth in our community each year on waste weeds and watershed so that they can grow to be more sustainable humans in the world. And there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we have going on. That's fantastic. Well, I know I try to do my part as much as I can at home and at work with recycling, cleaning out all of my uh, bottles and cans and whatnot so they can be recycled properly, too. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, thank you so much for everything that, that you do with Keep Trucking Man is Beautiful and all the volunteers. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, I've been talking with Marina McCreary of Keep Trucking Meadows Beautiful. You can visit their website for more info at ktmb.org and sign up for the great community cleanup that's going on Saturday, April 30th, all over Truckee Meadows. I didn't, I wasn't aware that you had folks going out with four by fours to, uh, to sites that people are illegally dumping yeah. things. That's fantastic. Yeah, and the, you know, the the BLM lands on the outskirts of our communities are a really popular recreational area, and we love people being out enjoying the outdoors and using those areas responsibly. But unfortunately, there are people who view those as, you know, they're, they're kind of dirty laundry dumping place. And there's a lot of, like, you know, washing machines, old car parts. There's just a sea of glass out there from people who have been shooting at bottles. Right. And while recreational shooting is a wonderful thing to do, I love going out and shooting myself every once in a while but we need to make sure that we're cleaning up after ourselves and not leaving messes in our natural spaces. Absolutely. Yeah, it is great to be able to enjoy the beautiful outdoors in the desert here in Nevada. And uh, and I do the same as well. I'll go out with my dad and my friends out shooting, but we always clean up um, after we're done, you know, all the shells and any targets and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But, but it's great that people for the great community cleanup on April 30th uh, will be able to go out there with their four by fours and just and help pick up. So, uh, you know... Uh, Again, thank you Absolutely. for for doing that. And uh, and if you're just joining us, I've been talking with Marina McCreary. Keep Trucking Meadows Beautiful. Head to their website, ktmb.org, to find out more info and sign up for the great community cleanup. Marina, is there anything that you wanted to add or talk about before we go today? That pretty much covers it. Please come out and support our event. We have an appreciation picnic afterwards for people who sign up. So um, if you uh, register for the cleanup, you are welcome to come to the picnic, and there will be more information available the day of the event for the picnic. All right. Well, there you go. Well, uh, visit ktmb.org for more info, or you can reach them at 775-851-5185. Marina, thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. It's great speaking with you. Absolutely. Your nonprofit organization could be on this show. Email PSA at lotusradio.com. 
This morning for In-Depth on the phone, I have Kevin Dose. He's the Deputy Director with the Great Basin Institute. Kevin, thanks for joining us on In-Depth today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm fairly aware of the Great Basin Institute and what you all do to help out uh, with Nature Conservancy in uh, in the state of Nevada. And, uh, and I can really appreciate that, you know, growing up here, we live in such a beautiful area. For our listeners that aren't familiar, uh, give us a little background about the Great Basin Institute. Yeah, thanks, Dave. So Great Basin Institute was founded in 1998 on the campus of the University of Nevada, Reno. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization and dedicated to environmental education, service, and conservation. And uh, for the past uh, 20 plus years, Great Basin Institute um, has enjoyed the pleasure of partnering with public land managers here in Nevada and throughout the greater western states to work on a variety of projects dedicated to natural resource management. We, we serve our partnerships um, with these public land managers through a variety of, of programs at the Institute, one of which is our Galena Creek Visitor Center, where uh, we serve the, the K-12 through grade population here in the Truckee Meadows with environmental education partnering um, with Washoe County School System and other um, private schools in the area for environmental ed. Uh, We also have our uh, research associate program, which um, services our partnerships through providing um, resources to work on specialized projects. So, So individuals come to GBI to participate in projects that might work on wildlife surveys or botanical surveys, or um, even even more specialized areas like forestry and, and helping address some of the uh, more recent challenges we have in forest management. We also have our Nevada Conservation Corps program, which serves as, I guess for lack of a better phrase, our manual labor wing of the organization where this uh, program is out um, helping uh, maintain and build a lot of the recreational trails that we all enjoy um, throughout the state. Um, they're also helping um, address some of the forestry issues by utilizing chainsaws to go in and and thin some of our forests around the area. And then finally, we have our assessment inventory and monitoring program, which is doing a lot of um, rangeland monitoring efforts in partnership with the Bureau of Land Management and the Nevada Division of Wildlife. And and we're sending out teams of individuals uh, to collect data on on the land health and, and looking at soils and plants. And, and how they can use that data to help better manage the land. Well, that's really cool. All of that sounds incredibly exciting. And uh, the fact that you're working with, you know, other local organizations, do you, do you work with like uh, BLM and National Forest Service on some of these projects? Yeah, great question. So, so yes, we, we do predominantly work with the federal government. So, but any, any public land manager or anybody invested in public lands um, would be a partner of the organization. But, Predominantly, uh, the Bureau of Land Management, the U.S. Forest Service, the National Park Service, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, those are our, our, our big partners. However, we do work a lot of work with state agencies like Nevada Division of Wildlife, Nevada Division of Forestry, Nevada State Parks. And we also work with other nonprofits like the Nature Conservancy or the Sierra Nevada Conservancy, those invested in, in, in um, working on public lands. 
That's great. Well, uh, when we were talking before the interview, uh, you'd mentioned that there's a lot of uh, opportunities for our listeners to get involved with Great Basin Institute. Uh, what kind of exciting programs and projects and opportunities can people uh, sign up for right now? Yeah, great question. And 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 I would really point folks to our website, um, www.thegreatbasininstitute.com. BasinInstitute.org. Okay. It's a mouthful, but uh, that's our website. And, and when you land on our website, there is a banner at the top that has uh, a link to our employment opportunities. And this year alone, we're, we're, we're looking to hire approximately 600 seasonals to serve on a variety of projects through all the programs that I mentioned earlier in the interview. Really uh, encourage individuals out there um, looking for opportunities in natural resource management Great Basin Institute has really served as a, a great way to take what you're learning in school or, or perhaps even pivot in a career and, 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 and come over to really get your, you know, get some experience in, in natural resource management um, as you, you know, move forward in your career. So, again, a variety of opportunities, um, including working with our K-12 through grade uh, educational programs at Galena Creek Visitor Center, Recreational trail crew member, forestry crew members with our Nevada Conservation Corps program, and and um, several opportunities within our research associate program and, and assessment inventory and monitoring program to do more specialized work. If those are if there's individuals out there who who have been going to school or or have had a career in natural resource management and and looking for additional opportunities. That's great. So if you're just joining us on In-Depth this morning, I have on the phone Kevin Dose, the Deputy Director of the Great Basin Institute. And uh, you're not necessarily just looking for volunteers. This is actively hiring people to go out and and work on uh, trail building and and counting sage grouse and, and uh, you know, helping with these nature conservancy efforts. You're exactly right. So we do always welcome the opportunity for volunteers to learn more about what we're doing, particularly our Galena Creek Visitor Center has enjoyed engaging community volunteers over the years uh, to support programming there and in, in, in the operation of the Visitor Center. But, but ultimately, um, these are uh, employment opportunities for individuals um, looking to further their career in natural resource management or, or perhaps get it started or, or even perhaps decide if this is something they, they would potentially like to study um, our Nevada Conservation Corps program has long-standing been a, in a, an opportunity for people to to really come in and, and figure out if 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 it's a good fit, and, and and has become a launching pad for for individuals looking to get into a career in natural resource management. Well, you're almost making me go from a career in radio to nature conservancy <laughs> just talking about this, Kevin. It sounds really exciting. What are some of the 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 um, the programs that you're hiring for? Like uh, a few exciting ones, like going out to the Black Rock Desert or uh, you know counting sage grouse. What what are some of the programs that uh, you wanted to focus on today to tell our listeners about? So again, the, our Nevada Conservation Corps program, I'll start there. This program um, is, again, the manual labor wing of, of GBI. We have some really exciting projects in the area. Um, one to highlight is a, is a new recreational trail project on the east shore of Lake Tahoe that we'll be working on in partnership with Nevada State Parks and the Tahoe Area Mountain Bike Association, as well as the Tahoe Fund. And we're looking to 
build a new trail that's going to connect the the world-class flume trail, if you're familiar, um, down to the new East Shore Trail um, that recently opened a couple of seasons ago. And and what's interesting about this project is historically individuals have have come off the Flume Trail onto what they call the Tunnel Creek Road, but this new trail will be an alternative to that Tunnel Creek because we've had user conflicts and some other things over the years that have really um, introduced some safety issues. And so this has been a a project uh, in the works now for several years, and we're really excited to be breaking ground um, and that would be through our Nevada Conservation Corps program where individuals can join up to become trail crew members. That core program is also doing a lot of exciting work when it comes to, you know, fuels management. As I said before, um, we have uh, several crews that will be going out being trained in chainsaw operation and helping reduce fuels on the urban interface and in our forests that, you know, hopefully we can get ahead of uh, some of these catastrophic fires and, and reducing the fuel loads out there. So really, you know, exciting manual labor type projects through the Nevada Conservation Corps. You know, switching gears to some of our more specialized opportunities through our research associate program, I would like to hi- highlight a lot of the work we're now doing in what I would call the Region 5 of the U.S. Forest Service along the Sierra Nevada and we are partnering with several national forests and in helping them, again, address a need for forest management projects. And those are going to range anywhere from becoming a, a timber crew member where you're out actually um, marking trees that, that ultimately would need to be removed for a variety of reasons, health of the forest, but also wildfire mitigation, to actually doing plant surveys and wildlife surveys. All of these projects are kind of intertwined with the ultimate end goal of actually doing some important fuels and forest health work throughout these national forests. And several opportunities there and and really look forward to uh, launching that season here in about eight to ten weeks, Dave. Oh, wow. That's coming up pretty soon. Well, if you're just joining us on In-Depth this morning, I've had Kevin Dose on the phone, Deputy Director of the Great Basin Institute. And you can visit their website, thegreatbasininstitute.org, to find out about hiring opportunities to help out with their nature conservancy programs through the summer and uh, research programs. It sounds like you're doing a lot of great, exciting work helping out the environment. And this is a, a great opportunity for people to get experience out there for for nature and the environment and uh, and to help out, uh, like for, for fire prevention, uh, like you had mentioned as well. It, it sounds like for some of the other more uh, intensive manual labor jobs, you don't necessarily need a, a degree or be in school for environmental science, or do you? No, you don't. That's a great point. Um, and, and in fact, we okay. do see a variety of, of participants coming through the program um, ranging from, uh, you know, any number of, of disciplines from, from just a recent high school graduate to, you know, someone who may have studied business uh, for, for four years. So really looking for folks that are passionate about the environment and the projects that we're working on and, and are willing to, 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 to be a part of something where we need you to work hard and have a strong work ethic. But the rewards of the projects and, and being able to complete those projects a lot of which are legacy work. You know, being a part of the trail project on, on East Shore, um, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of, of people will ultimately hike that trail. And, and, and I myself, uh, 
I've already started to enjoy taking my children back to some of the trails that I worked on 20 years ago in the Tahoe Basin. So exciting work. We don't need, you know, any background or experience, just need folks that are passionate and, and willing to work hard. And, and I will say, too, there's even opportunities for short season, like summertime. So we do attract a lot of high schoolers that are going into college or college students that are taking the summer off. So just a great opportunity to participate for a shorter period of time as well. Oh, that's great. And and that must be very rewarding, like you said, taking your children on a trail that you've helped build. And so our listeners can experience that as well. They can go to the website, which is thegreatbasininstitute.org, and find out how to become part of the Great Basin Institute and uh, you know help build the trail and then look at it later or be on the trail and say, look, I helped do that. That that sounds like a lot of fun. I think I might have to volunteer for a short amount of time myself during the summer since uh, since I use a lot of trails as well around here. And it is the start of April. We've, we've got Earth Day coming up on April 22nd. Do you have any anything in particular or events planned for, um, for Earth Day coming up, or is it just business as usual? You know, it is business as usual. Historically, okay. we would we would plan to have a booth where, where we're able to outreach to the community. You know, COVID-19 has been such a disruptor for, for, uh, for all of our lives for the last few years. I'm, I'm, at GBI, we're, we're excited to feel like we, we are turning the corner and, and getting back to some normalcy. No, no specific plans at this point. I would point out that National Trails Day is also coming up um, at the beginning of June. And, and there generally are several opportunities in the Truckee Meadows to participate in a variety of volunteer projects with, with other organizations like the Biggest Little Trail Stewards or, or GBI or Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful. So I do encourage the listeners out there to, to you know, keep their ears and eyes open for, for those opportunities. And, and I think as, as we kind of turn the corner here, hopefully we'll be seeing more of those opportunities available. Excellent. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of great opportunities right now with the Great Basin Institute. Uh, I've had Kevin Dose on the phone this morning, the deputy director of the Great Basin Institute. And if you want to sign up or uh, or be hired for any of their programs coming up, six to 700 uh, different nature conservancy programs and research programs, visit thegreatbasininstitute.org right now. We'll leave a link on all of our websites as well. Uh, Kevin, is there anything else that you wanted to add before? Before we go today? No, I think that's it. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak to your listeners today and to tell them a little bit more about our organization and the work that we're doing, and more importantly, the, the opportunities that we have for employment. And, and again, thank you for your time and support of our organization. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, I'll see you out on the trail. Sounds good. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Thank you for listening to In Depth. To have your nonprofit organization featured, please email PSA at lotusradio.com.